Today, we're talking about feeling good. Feeling good is an inside job. I believe we all just want to feel good about ourselves, our relationships, our lives, our time, and our work. And there are plenty of opportunities to not feel good. There are so many demands on us each and every day that push and pull on our minds, hearts, and bodies. We are influenced by energy, and energy to me equates to what we take in, process, hold on to, respond to, react to, and even choose. People, tasks, chores, our environment, and even the sun and the moon affect us. Anything we do also affects us and others, especially if we don't feel good about it or don't feel good while doing it. For example, think about some, you know, somebody, maybe a loved one, maybe your mom or dad, brother, their friend, they invited you to, to go and go to this event and you just, you just know you don't want to do it, but for some reason you say yes. And then it doesn't feel good. You resist it. You're thinking about it all up until the event because you didn't want to say no or didn't want to hurt their feelings. This is just one example of how we uh, make choices or do things or take actions that don't feel good that we carry forward and then we store that negative or not feel good feeling in our bodies. The sad thing is we've been taught that feeling good originates outside of ourselves, outside of our bodies, and outside of our minds. I call it the, bl the blame game. This mindset has been used for centuries to manipulate, control, and coerce humans into seeing and believing that there's something inherently wrong with them or with something in their body or really anything. It's, it's, a, it's a focus or a mindset of something's wrong versus a focus and a mindset of something's right. Then what happens is we go looking for solution after solution after solution only to find thousands of dollars later and years of time invested that we've not resolved the issue for the long term or for the good or we've created other issues that now need to be solved. It's a chain reaction and it feels like it's a never ending process. All of this results in confusion, feeling weak, having doubts, and a continual cycle, as I said before, of seeking solutions, only to find that the solutions don't result in a sustained feeling good about ourselves, our lives, our work, or our relationships. I have to say, a day or even, frankly, a couple of minutes or hour does not go by without me hearing a marketer or advertiser or message promoting a product as the best this or that for X or Y. Telling others what is best or right or correct is rampant in our society. It's rampant in politics, religion, organi anywhere organizations exist and where humans congregate. Over time, humans start believing what they see without fact-checking. Heck, we now live in a world where alternative facts are propagating as propaganda as well. And people are starting to believe it. Even I have um, succumbed to sharing 
information that I found was cute but completely fake. We can thank social media for propagating alternative facts and alternative things that just aren't real or true. For an example, just look at the weight loss and supplement industry for starters. How many years have those industries existed? Has it really solved, let's say, obesity or health issues for humanity as a whole? I say no. And I think it's because we're not looking at things holistically. We are looking at them like band-aids. We're looking at them to solve a one specific siloed issue and not looking at the impacts holistically and finding holistic solutions. And also, it seems as though I see the same types of messages I saw 30 years ago. It just has a new wrapper around it. And now even the reviews on products we used to count on ever since the advent of the internet have been potentially faked. So I've certainly fallen prey to these two industries. I've also been what I call a lab experiment my entire life due to having allergies and severe asthma. I've been told to try this, do that, get tested for this. The advice from even well-meaning people is constant. It is never ending. So... I'm going to circle back. We all just want to feel good. And so what we do is we get band-aids, temporary fixes, so that we can feel good for a bit. Now, that's not your fault either. The markets and society have propagated images for us to instantly feel good by doing X, Y, or Z with whatever's ailing you in any given moment. There's also suggestion as to what, what may be ailing you, within, which then gets imprinted in your mind as something that needs to get solved. And then the next time you have that situation happen, you immediately reach out for that solution. It's stored in memory. If you've got a slight headache, take a pill and it'll go away. That's just one example of social programming without really taking a look at what's going on in our bodies. What is this headache about? Um, Is it caused by signs of a stressful situation? Is it caused by being anxious about something? Is it caused by avoiding something? Our bodies have responses, and each one of these responses has a message for us. But we're so fearful of not feeling good that we medicate with things like retail therapy, a quick fix, over-the-counter remedies, food, drink, or anything else to just feel good in that moment. But it's never enough. Food, for example, we just do, we just want more, more, and more, and more, and more, if that happens to be our therapy. Instant fixes are what we've been conditioned to do. We've been programmed and taught to do it. And the instant fixes, I have learned, are marketed based on preying on, tapping into, and taking full coercive advantage of fear. Once you understand that you've been manipulated into believing that solutions exist outside of yourself, that you have to rely on the advice of uh, really anyone and everyone that you deem trustworthy that um, has promoted themselves or have promoted themselves as trustworthy, and that you cannot make choices for yourself in those professional arenas, you will stop, take heed, honor yourself, honor your time, and honor your pocketbook. The answer is in the wisdom and energy in your body. 
energy flows through nine areas in your body. And as it flows, there is wisdom and there are messages for you that are innate, that you already have within you. And it's simple to learn how to hear it and how to listen to it. So I invite you, if this is something that resonates for you or something you just want to learn or know a little bit more about, and you want to know how your energy moves through your body, how to interpret, understand, and listen to it, because your body is unique. There's no other one exactly like it. And all of these solutions that have been promoted and marketed are a one-size-fits-all based on a sample set and based on testing with a sample set and coming up with generalizations. You are unique. Your genius and your energy and brilliance is unique. So if you want to learn about your unique energy blueprint, I want you to go to lovingyourdesign.com and sign up to get your energy blueprint. So I have a question for you. Are you truly connected with and listening to the wisdom of your body? Or have you done what I did for many years, what the establishments have, have taught for centuries? You see, I only use my left brain for everything, making decisions, watching, uh, you know, uh, having fun, um, engaging within my relationships. It was mostly left brain, left brain focused. So I did that for many years, listening to everything outside of myself and using my left brain to analyze, judge, compare, blame, criticize, and more. And that resulted in an inability for me to make a choice and that followed that was followed by relying on external influences to make to help make decisions for me in addition to that relationships became very difficult communicating became very difficult because the left brain is magical and amazing at what it does well and it's not here for empathy for collaboration for connection for emotional well-being, for connecting with the body. It's there to process that information and help us um, use that an uh, analytical and um, logical and reasoning, but it does that and it needs to do that in collaboration with the rest of your body. So when did I recognize this? I actually have had two near-death experiences. That really was my wake-up call. I heard a voice say, listen. And then I heard the voice say, go back. And that was right before my eyes opened. I became away, aware. I was away. And then I became aware. As I was laying there in the hospital bed in ICU, I realized I just wanted to feel good. And I wanted to feel good in a sustainable, long-term way. Don't you? And then I asked myself, how, do, how does one feel good in a sustainable way? What does that look like? And for me, it really started with not following the crowd. I had to really disconnect, not physically, but disconnect from all of the energy and social programming from family, from um, community, from tradition, from ethnicity, um, from the places I grew up and just really seek inside me who, what I'm about, what feels good to me. And then I started my experiment of tracking day to day what felt good. 
You can certainly listen and learn from the crowd, but you must check in with your body and see if that advice or product or service is in alignment with your energy and radar. You can also partner with the energy of the moon. The moon, whether you believe it or not, through my tracking, I have found that there is a connection with the phases of the moon and, um, and what's happening to me and with me energetically. And so when you start tracking it, you might see a pattern, you may not. I'm not saying it's truth. I'm just saying that there seems to be patterns and a connection. If you want to know more about how to track, you can go to relationshipsuperpowertracker.com and learn more there. Another way that you can um, start to really listen and learn about what feels good and what doesn't internally inside from within is for you to assess the words you choose to think and say. You say that again. You can assess and evaluate, evaluate the words you choose and think and to think and say. So I'm going to give you an example. I hear the word solutions all the time, all the time. So I started unpacking that word and I really wanted to understand what does it mean? I was astounded to find that it just, all it is, is a process towards solving something. It's not about solving it for any sort of permanency, unfortunately. It's temporary and it may not be holistic. And so I shifted from the word solution and I use this in my practice with my clients, uh, in my business and in my own life to desired results. What is the desired outcome instead of the word solution? And it's up to you to determine what time box to put around any solution or desired result you want in your life. For example, around word choices. I no longer prescribe to or use the word healing or healer. I believe each of us has it within us to be in a state of healed. Healed is the state of having completion, being whole, being complete, and feeling good more often than not. The state of being healed is a state of feeling complete. It's of completion. And when we take on the mindset of healed, we're no longer in this continuous cycle of seeking for healing. Healed is the state of having completion and feeling good consistently. So sure, we can move on to the next thing that needs our focus, love, and attention, but we no longer have to keep returning to the same place repeatedly over our lifetime. I realize that feeling good does not originate from any solution being pitched to me. It also does not originate from outside my own freedom, power, joy, understanding, or even my choices. I realized I have the power to choose. No one else can choose for me unless I allow it. So your health, well-being, and feeling good about yourself, your life, your work, your relationships, is yours to own holistically and fully. No one else controls or owns that. You have the power to choose what's best for you. That is your divine gift and a divine gift we each have, a gift to and for humanity. Power and control is rampant today, but it's dominating power and control over the individual, person, community. It is time for you to reclaim your power. Stop listening to the mainstream 
and learn how to listen to your body's wisdom and make choices from your grounded, centered, feel-good place. If you find that you're confused, doubtful, uncertain, or not feeling good, it's time to just wait. It's okay for you to tell whomever, I'm not ready to choose right now. I need to just sit with it, spend some time. And if I get a solid yes, I will reach out to you. If there's a deadline, don't feel pressured by that deadline. It'll come around again. And if it doesn't, it's not for you at this time and this moment. My message today is all about you feeling good. I care deeply about you. And it's time for you to feel good about yourself, your life, your work, your time, and your relationships. It's time for you to be the person who chooses, not the one who has choices made for them. Choose what feels good, not what does not. I know you know. I know you have deep wisdom. I know you are a genius and an expert in all things you. And I know you can unplug from the controlling forces that are consciously or, un or unconsciously dominant in your life. I know you have the power and freedom to choose. I invite you to feel good. 